We Like Dota is brought to you with the generous support of our patrons. Patrons like Yield Raven, Ninja Skelts, Samson Magnuson, RX Cowbell, Surreal, CBX, Mr. Fancy Pants, Beandop, Monster, Icebug, Spenguin, Titus Andromedon, Dank, Zynuson, Dota Kauschuk, Paul Turner, Jeff Peterson, Kruger, Javier Leto Play, Wisp, Zeke, Strawcab, That Charlie, Justin, Zach, Yanni, and Darkstorm Dota. If you'd like to join the list of patrons, head on over to welikedota.com and follow the links to the Patreon. We Like Dota episode 348 starts now. Welcome, listeners, to We Like Dota, episode 348. I'm your host today, Jim. I am joined by, this is exciting, Sam. Uh, Sam the Plaid Pirate. <laughs> OG Sam. None of that new Sam bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Well, leave the kids at home. We're working blue tonight, ladies and gentlemen. None of that Philly Sam. It's Pittsburgh Sam. <laughs> Yinzer Sam. Is it bad to say Yinzer? Is it racist? Best Sam. Uh, is it bad to say Yinzer? No, I think it's fine. I think it's all okay. good. Yeah. And Sam and I are joined by a special guest host today, Greg. Yes, that is me. Save the best for, well, never mind, not last. Uh, hopefully it goes a lot longer than 348 episodes. I don't know why I started <laughs> that. That got a little dark. But hi, it's me. Nice and comfortable. <laughs> How's everyone doing? Hey, yo. Good. <laughs> our, our listeners doing the best because they get a Gregisode. Mm. Uh, we're stealing from America's third favorite Dota 2 podcast. <laughs> and we're going to feature Greg today. I, I will never understand why I am a, you know, Q-list Dota celebrity. Uh, it's very strange to me. <laughs> yeah, especially under your, your own given name as well. Well, yeah, um, you know, it's my brand. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Greg, you and I are going to be playing in Ye Old Raven's Herald Guardian Crusader event. Yeah. Uh, at the beginning of this episode, I just want to give a shout out to Ye Old Raven. He's running a uh, Herald Guardian Crusader tournament. We call it the HGC for that. And anyone who is Herald Guardian Crusader, any listeners, come on over to our Discord. There are links to register. Uh, it's being prom- promoted on several <laughs> other Discords. So if you are members of other podcasts, slash Dota 2 related discords. You may have heard of it. Um, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Registration is open, and we have our team set up already. Yeah, and there's at least one other team up there too, right? I haven't looked in a couple days, but I know we're not alone. Yep, Bayluck's friends are up there. <laughs> he registered his friends, and I registered a joke team uh, of all of Bayluck's smurfs. <laughs> which I don't know if Yael Raven has deleted it yet. Probably he'll know because he uses the same email address that our team does. <laughs> uh sam you're unable to play in this tournament how do you feel about that unbelievable like what <laughs> uh i don't know whether to be excited or upset i think i'm mostly upset because I, I, like i'm terrible at dota how is it possible that i'm not included <laughs> <laughs> i feel left out i have huff- i have fomo is what i have and um yep you know, I think the solution would be for me to just go ahead and actually play ranked because then I would just lose organically and, and get to where I need to go. Uh, but that would require, I think it would require, because my, uh, my MMR is perfectly at 2,500 and I refuse to let it go anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good call. It's the power but of it, round numbers. It's great. Right. Yeah, but it would also require just, like, too many games, you know? Like, when's the deadline? Um, well, it was going to be after TI, and now TI's later. Right. Oh, okay. Well, if I have that amount of time, then perhaps... Yeah, maybe maybe so. Maybe it's not too late for me to, to you know... To get tank enough games? There. Yeah. Just stack with me and Jim. You'll get there. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a great segue. I did stack <laughs> with you and Jim. So... Uh, Got him. Um, I actually, full disclosure, I did, I I uninstalled the game for a little <laughs> while because tensions were high in the pirate household because my wife is working on her dissertation 
it was due yesterday she got it in um my daughter had her first ear infection which oh. seemed to you know linger like forever um i you know i took time off work to take care of her and stuff so w- there was a lot of stress <laughs> and, yeah. and uh even without margaret's acute illness like just a lot of stress in the past month or so with adriana finishing up her her dissertation so dota wasn't bringing me joy and i often find sometimes i use dota just as a way to like fill time but mm-hmm. in a but in a way that doesn't leave me feeling good after so mm-hmm. i was like okay like so if i uninstall it gives me it's not with the intention of like oh i'm never going to play this game again it just like adds a buffer of like okay if you want to play you have to wait like two hours for this to download so like (laughs) do you really want to play and it's like a nice little like thing of like oh no i actually don't i'll like go do something else you know (laughs) um so yeah so you folks um what you did you ask i forget how that went but it was thursday so we usually stack on thursday nights so so we stacked and we lost and honestly i had a great time it was i don't regret it one bit yeah but i i did i did uh uninstall again until (laughs) until (laughs) well done yeah the the losses build up on you sometimes or on me at least and you know after you know seven in a row or so he's like why do i why do i do this i mean i literally at that point i'm just playing for you know to hang with the people I hang with, you know, it takes like one or two wins to recharge and then I'm good for another 10 losses. But yeah, the, you know, the tank was getting a little low earlier this week for me too, man. It was rough. <laughs> well, the, the hanging out with people is the part, like, I, like, I don't expect we're ever going to win and that's, that's <laughs> right. fine. You know, like, Correct. That's cool. yes. it's not, it's more yeah. that it's more like when I play solo and people are just like super mean <laughs> and i'm like i like am too emotionally fragile for this so mm-hmm. like, i'll just like keep it moving but um i'm sure i won't step on your guys's i'm sure that you want to talk about the games as well from my ga- my perspective uh, i played carry in both games i played slardar in the first game which i thought went well um had a great lane slardar super strong laner uh and then like usual we just like don't know how to close out games <laughs> and uh nope. i didn't buy bkb with which jim pointed out uh, very correctly was that's uh, i needed a bkb and we would have won the game had i or i'm not sure that we would have won the game but we would have had a way better shot if i had chosen bkb over i think like one of my damage items for slardar mm-hmm. but i feel good about that game i i think i played pretty well and uh had like good farm and honestly had fun it was fun running around with you guys and doing <laughs> dumb stuff we had a lot of minus armor that game was fun (laughs) yeah i i i don't know if so much i mean you did need a bkb but you had like reasonable stuff and i think you know they just beat us whatever they had a specter yeah Uh, as the game went on it was gonna get harder and harder i mean they had a yeah they had gyro inspector so that together is pretty pretty tough late game but. Yeah, and they're putting out and like this, they had a silencer, and we were always silent. They would just do their wombo combo. It was just like silencer, old specter, old, and then like gyro, sand, yeah. sand king, ults, and it was just like, well, we don't really actually get to play Dota. So like, <laughs> you you were yeah, playing was... you were playing four versus five too, because I was this broodmother on like my first broodmother game in I don't know three years something like that so you know a little bit of a handicap there brood's a really weird hero in my opinion yeah like um it's hard to like be coordinated enough to like play around the lane where you have all your web set up and then Mm -hmm. like figure out like split pushing and yeah i don't know it's it's tough it's not easy i always feel like i'm I need to contribute more to the team fights and stuff, but, you know, it really, my job is just to push, 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 and ignore everything else. I have such a hard time doing that, though. But it's, I need yeah. one turbo victory, and then I can be done with it. <laughs> <laughs> done with it. That's all. <laughs> it's a weird playstyle for sure. Uh, the second game, we ran into another uh, We'd Like Dota 5 stack, <laughs> which is really funny. Um, I, <laughs> I played Faceless Void. 
uh, and I was up against Neil's offlane Enchantress, which was a real pain in my butt. And uh, I just my net worth was terrible that whole game. Even though my my kill my KDA was good, it was like eleven three and seventeen. Yeah. My net worth was like pretty trash for that whole game. I was just behind the whole time. Um, yeah, Neil did a really good job in the lane, and he, <laughs> he had like a really annoying build where like. Uh, I don't even think in the lane he. I don't even think he scaled uh, Impetus. Is that how you say the damage Q? Um, he he was just like, yeah, I'm gonna slow you, and uh, <laughs> every time we trade, I'm just gonna heal back to full. So like, I could do this all day. <laughs> um, so good on him. It was an interesting build. Um, yeah, he he had a holy locket, and. All the additional healing talents, yeah, like the extra nature's attendance wisp. And at one point, he activated nature's attendance and was healing through uh, a level three witch doctor ag's ultimate. Yeah, he was. He really was. <laughs> like he wasn't going to be killed by it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, though, the thing I think was hardest for that game was that Praetor was uh, playing mid storm. And he just had, he's, I mean, he had a pretty favorable matchup against Zeus. And he would just kind of like, I mean, he ended up like 16, 8, and 7. And he was just so disruptive in the team fights. Like, he would just come zipping in, like, you know, Orchid, a support, Hex, another support, like, pull some, you know, just like totally blow up our back lines. And then we were just like, not, we were all discombobulated. It was hard. Yeah, we actually yeah, there's good. Oh, sorry, go ahead. We actually did pretty well, you know, against them for the first I don't know, fifteen, twenty minutes or so. And then that what's that stupid item? I always forget the name of it and never buy it ever because it sucks and I hate it. Oh yeah, BKB. That <laughs> happened. And uh, then the game <laughs> yeah. was over. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, there was one fight at our triangle, we were radiant and we're all getting ready to fight and I think we maybe caught someone or someone came up the hill and then in zips Prater, and when he lands, when he stops his zip, he pops BKB, and I'm just like, oh, <laughs> I think we just lost, because we had, we had a Zeus, who does nothing over BKB, I was Dark Willow, I do nothing over BKB, we had Witch Doctor, we had Magic Damage Underlord, which we'll talk about in a minute when we get to you, Greg, um, and... That was it. Like we just couldn't do anything against the BK. And then Peppy Sylvia playing Wraith King also built the BKB, and uh, we we were we had forty five kills. They had thirty two kills. But once the two of them got BKBs, we couldn't kill them anymore, and they killed all our buildings. I will point out, I bought a BKB, but forgot to activate it. Pretty much, like every every fight, I would like wander in. And then get like Ice Path by Jakira and be like, oh, I have a BKB. Why don't I use it? <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, it was tough with the Chrono because, you know, Pepe uh, as Wraith King is pretty, pretty nice. He can just kind of, you know, live through it. And um, it was hard to catch. It was hard to catch Praetor in it. Uh, mm. He was zipping all around. So it was tough. But I did. I have to pat myself on the back. We, I think we were mega creeped, and we should have lost the game already. But I hit like one god chrono, oh, yeah. <laughs> it, like right in front of like our tier fours, and it prolonged the game for like an extra five minutes that we just had no business. <laughs> like it just should have been over. <laughs> we also had our own personal uh, peanut gallery because Sam Trilling uh, joined our um, yeah. our Discord, and somebody else did too. Was it Rex Cow? Yeah, I think so. I think so, yeah. So they were watching on a delay, reacting, which was really funny. They were just like... <laughs> <laughs> they were just giving us all, all sorts of uh, grief, you know, two minutes late. <laughs> so it, was, it was funny, though. What did you think about the game, Jim? Uh, yeah, I, I, I thought the same thing. I immediately picked Dark Willow so Praetor couldn't pick him, <laughs> her, um, because I know that's his favorite hero. And I was just... I mean, if you can't grief people you know uh, while I play a game. Um, so he paid us back with the BKB. <laughs> but I had a lot of fun. Um, Dark Willow is always fun to play. It was just a, such a tough game once 
all I can think of is this BKB. I'm just like traumatized by it. The one thing I want to ask about Greg. Yes, sir. Um, you built this magic damage underlord, and I'll point out that you had uh, more hero damage than everyone in the game except Zeus. <laughs> but like, you had substantially more hero damage than anyone on their team. Yeah, I. Um, well, and none of us cracked one k building damage. By the way. <laughs> Well, also, but it's because yeah. all we were doing is magic damage, and none of us were hitting towers. And yeah, That's true. and you know, uh, Sam mentioned you know the chrono that prolonged the game. It, that's just that's all of our games. It's just you know you start your yeah. lane and then you just prolong the end, and you know you get used to it. But I I love the magic damage underlord that I've been doing. Um, you know I have them in cavern, so I've been beating my head against that for a long time just trying to win the old-fashioned way you know uh you know tanking up and chart you know waddling down the lane and i just wasn't getting anywhere and after doing that a bunch of times it just you know eventually it's like all right let's try the shard and my god magic damage is great just you know having the 100 percent uptime firestorm going centered on you as you walk everywhere and pits to hold people near you atos <laughs> and gleipnir uh, it's like become very quickly after like a week of doing it like probably my second favorite hero to play so i'm loving it now i'm just gonna uh, lay out quickly for the listeners what this build actually is oh sure yeah or maybe no you should do it because i don't actually know what it is (laughs) (laughs) yeah so uh, i mean uh underlord you know big tubby boy that right there makes him one of my favorites already but uh his abilities uh you know firestorm uh just these waves of damage coming down uh, they do a flat, I forget what it is, 150, 175, something like that, uh, each wave for five waves, and I think 2% of the enemy's health is like a burn damage, so it scales a little bit with that, and uh, once you get the shard, though, it extends the number of waves by three, um, and, you know, one of his other abilities, Pit, keeps people trapped kind of repeatedly, especially if you can, you know, use something else to keep them for a little bit, like an Atos. Um, and yeah, you just kind of keep walking, waddling right at them with it centered on you. And there's really not much they can do to stop you short of buying BKBs as we found out. But, uh, yeah, it's great. <laughs> they just walk away. It turns out. Yeah. And yeah. You are a little slow. Kill your buildings. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> the so. shard makes the firestorm center on you. It lets you target yourself. Uh, so it'll follow you. Okay. Uh, and it also adds three waves and then okay. there's a talent at, um, 10 or 15 that I think it's the 15 talent uh, takes a couple seconds off the cooldown so that it's like full uptime you get 8 waves and an 8 second cooldown so just cool. as long as you got mana you're yeah. spamming it non-stop so your build here in our full length game was like soul ring arcane boots eternal shroud kaya sanj gleipnir and then yeah. you were probably going to go shiva's yeah, I had the. I had already bought the recipe because I was waiting to get out of the, uh, waiting to get out of our base to buy it. But There's no escape. Exactly. No. <laughs> but yeah, it's great. <laughs> nice. How Jim? How was the rest of your week? I just lost a ton of games. Um, like Greg, I had like, uh, man, I have four wins on my recent matches page. Which is like 20 games, I think. So I'm like 4 and 16. But it's been fun. I mean, I've been playing with my friends. Uh, I tried that stats gyrocopter last night. Mm. Uh, where you, you just go flat cannon and stats. Why? <laughs> it's awesome. Because you just farm. And you farm faster than like anyone. And... I had a coddle with me. Neil was playing coddle, and he would uh, shocker magically, so I could always cast it, and it was always on a lower cooldown. And it was so good. Uh, and I didn't even do it as greedy as you can do it. Apparently, BSJ has a video that mm-hmm. shows it as like the ultimate greedy thing. And uh, I went twenty-one, eight, and thirteen. Uh, and then at some point, I lost a rapier, and we lost the game. But <laughs> it was. It was super fun until that point. At what point um, do you transition from stats into abilities? <laughs> I started after like four or five things in stats. So I had like eight or ten all stats or whatever. 
apparently you just you max the stats so like you take your final level in uh like rocket barrage at 26 (laughs) (laughs) or 25 or whatever it is i think it's 26 um and you can just do that because like all you want to do is just maximize the damage you sent out by your flat cannon and you you harass enemies with it because you just walk up like once you hit level three you walk up to the wave and you just flat cannon the wave and if they're anywhere near there, because Flat Cannon's range is like a screen, it seems, they just take four right clicks. And they just walk away, or fly away. Um, but we lost, of course, because <laughs> I was playing. So the di- tell me this. The difference between Flat Cannon and Medusa's passive, the split shot, is that mainly the uh, range of the attacks? Like, Medusa has to be closer to her enemies to hit them uh flat cannon does more like more <laughs> damage it, yeah it does more damage oh because uh, right. they're like because they're just regular attacks yeah split shots reduced by percentage i think right or you get like a yeah. percentage of your okay and there's also it's, there's no cap on the number of targets right doesn't it just do everything oh in range? right yeah split shot caps at four but yeah, that's the point that BSJ made. Right, right. I forgot. Flat cannon hits everything within one thousand two hundred fifty units of you. <laughs> oh right, no, but you're right, and you're right too with the the damage. Medusa yeah. only gets fifty percent outgoing damage up to eighty percent. So that's okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Right. So you can take stacks at level three with uh, with him. So stacks has been my the. The thing that characterized my my subsequent games. I then played two games of TA since that. TA was one of the heroes of the uh, the tournament that we just watched. Apparently, Sumail is pretty good on TA. Um, I figure I'm probably that good too because of my last two games. <laughs> I played a game last night. It was the greediest game I've ever played in my life. It was so much fun. Was it? We had uh, Ray was playing. Uh, Cowbell was on the team, and they just stacked. Well, Cowbell was playing carry. He had a rough lane, and this uh, this rando support just stacked ancients and they stacked the triangle for me, like crazy. And I just went and farmed it as TA. And then, you know, there's people fighting in the off lane, and I didn't care. <laughs> I have stacks. And then Cowbell's like, "Oh, I need some help down here. I think I have to go jungle. This offlane's too hard." Like, I'm not, I'm not listening. I have stacks, and I cleared all the stacks. And then you can just kill everything. Uh, it was so much fun. Like, I went Dragonlance, Ag Scepter, which helps Templar Assassin get all around the map to farm waves. Yeah, how's that work? What is this? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, her eggs. It's like totally different now. It lets you teleport to a trap that you've set, a psionic trap, like your ultimate ability. So, like, I'll rotate over to the triangle. I'll take my stacks. I'll throw a trap down in the top lane, and I'll walk back to mid. I'll throw a trap down at mid, maybe at the rune, whatever. And then if I go bot for whatever reason i could farm that lane and then if the lane pushes up to top i could teleport over there replace the trap and then clear that and then teleport and it's not like a six second cooldown and then teleport all the way back across the map so you can be at like every fight if you have decent uh traps up uh, and you can just farm everything and but ags doesn't like help you fight i mean it helps you get to fights but like it doesn't add to your damage but i was just like Ags bots blink. It was like the greediest thing possible, and it worked, and we won, and it was so much fun. And then I played again with Bob earlier today, and I just did the same thing. I was I was up against the Zeus. Uh, Zeus is atrocious against Templar Assassin, turns out, mm-hmm. and uh, I just kept stacking stuff, and Bob stacked for me, and you just get to a point so quickly that no one can kill you, and you show up and like you two shot a viper because you have like a 15 minute desolator and dragon lance you know and most of an ag scepter um it is wild and she's super fun to play so i'm gonna keep doing that because <laughs> it's you just get to do like the 1v9 like ignore everyone strategy but it is right 
Like, if I did that on Wraith King, people would be like, what are you doing? Like, you gotta come to fight sometime. And they'd be right. But with TA, the actual best strategy is just to do that. So I can indulge all of my greedy carry, uh, <laughs> you know, proclivities while also helping the team win. So I'm gonna, like, jump right back in tonight. Once, <laughs> and, I, and I can play all this Dota, I should say, by the way, because my wife and kids are out at her sister's uh, at a for like a summer camp for a week, doing all kinds of fun activities in the outdoors, rodeos, uh, hiking, campfires, pool. Uh, minor, I think there's a minor league baseball game they're going to. And I have a, a orthopedic surgeon's appointment Wednesday, so I'm with the dog for a week. <laughs> but I get to play a lot of Dota. So. That sounds like a wonderful experience. <laughs> it's nice. I mean, the dog's... And we have thunderstorms, so the dog's just like exhausted lying on the floor right over there. I was but. referring to the rest of your family. <laughs> 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 but also for you. No, no. <laughs> no, it is. I mean, the, the kids are just going to be just so happy. Like, my sister in law just plans this whole week, and it's awesome. Yeah, um, that's cool. And they just play with their cousins and just enjoy themselves. Good. They deserve it. Good. Great. So, in other news. Let's go to the Dota news. <laughs> to read the future, I need entries. We have dates and a location for the International. Uh, it's going to be in Bucharest, Romania in like October, October 15th, I think. Is that right? Um, Something around there. Yeah, I think the uh, the like later stages of the tournament start on the 13th, 13th through 17th. Okay. Um, well, Greg and I, now I don't know if, you're, if you've been following this, Sam. Greg and I looked up uh, Bucharest and the stadium in particular. Uh, UEFA, who runs the Champions League, the soccer uh, tournament out in Europe, recommend, despite the fact that it has like a tarp and like a removable roof, recommends that attendees bring ponchos if it is raining in Romania during the game. <laughs> so I, I think that bodes well for a mid-October uh, outdoor video gaming event. Um, are you going to Bucharest, Sam? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many other trips I would rather take with my family than have anything to do with Bucharest. <laughs> it's just the stadium is just down the road from the heaviest building in the world. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. No, no, no disrespect to the people of Romania. I'm sure they're fine. Um, but we're obviously not going. I guess Arian might go. He probably will. It's not too far. Greg, I think you looked into flights from the U.S. Yeah, right? I mean, the answer is obviously no, I'm not going. But, man, it, it is tempting, especially after being cooped up for like a year. But, you know, True. flights, you know, you can get them for like... 600-ish bucks from the New York area, uh, you know, single stop through Munich. It's not too bad. And uh, there's a holiday and, you know, decent <laughs> hotel, not too far. It's tempting, but ultimately, no, of course I'm not going. But yeah. I sure did Google there is a direct, Yeah, <laughs> There is a direct tram line from that Holiday Inn to the stadium. See? Yeah. <laughs> it's tempting. Uh, it kind of is. Uh, but we can maybe have an event at my house again. That's more tempting. Which we, yeah. <laughs> yeah just, and Sam, you're invited to that if you find yourself in central New Jersey, mid-October. Yeah, who knows? Um, that sounds honestly like more fun than going to Bucharest and getting <laughs> rained on and having to bring my own poncho. It sounds terrible. <laughs> I, If you guys want, I could, you know... Wheel my television out to the back porch. We can sit in my yard if it's raining. You know, actually, I, I have a leaky screened-in porch. We could replicate the experience here in New Jersey. I know? have. I'll bring my projector. This is <laughs> yeah, great. Perfect. Ti. Just have one person out there holding a hose so there's rain on top of the. If it's raining in Bucharest at the time. But uh, in addition to the the potential challenge, I hope it goes off well. Um, the organizers are great. I'm sure Arian has. Uh, Tremendous amounts of opinions about these organizers. 
Um, I know nothing, so I'm, I'm not even trying. Legitimately, if it was closer, I probably would go. Like, the stadium circumstance wouldn't keep me from going if it were, like, in New York, you know? Oh, yeah, so, absolutely. <laughs> so for all we're saying about it, you know, it's still tempting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it were in, like, Albany. Yeah. And Bucharest has got to be better than Albany. I would go to Albany. <laughs> I will I not stand for Albany <laughs> slander on this podcast. That was... The first place that I lived that I had, like, an adult job with health care, and it was glorious. <laughs> I, I worked for the New York State Assembly, and it was the most corrupt organization I've ever been a part of. <laughs> and um, long live Albany. So that's, that's, an, that's an official admission that We Like Dota is less corrupt than the New York State Assembly. It's not saying much. No. Watch out, Patreons. <laughs> Watch out, Patreon. Uh, what are they called? Contributors? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Romania used to have a dictator who spent his country's money on building the heaviest building in the world. Yeah. And it, it still probably doesn't compare <laughs> to the New York State Assembly. <laughs> but we do have two final teams have qualified. We have the full list of 18, I think. Um, from China, Elephant qualified, which I am tremendously happy about because FY plays for Elephant. Mm. He's my favorite player. Mm. And I, I need to watch... Hopefully Rubik will be good by TI if they patch the game within the next seven weeks. Um, God, I hope they do. Not tonight, though, because I want to win TA games. But... <laughs> I need to see FY play Rubik uh, on the big stage. And out of Western Europe, uh, a little-known team called OG managed to work its way up through the um, Losers' Finals. I think they were in the upper bracket finals um, to qualify. They uh, they were so close to losing. And not that I wish anyone to lose, but it would have been cool if Tundra, like out of nowhere, kind of qualified. Um but they're in. Sam, do you have any thoughts? No, no. You and Gregor, this is for you to shine. I, <laughs> okay. <yeah>. Oh, boy. <laughs> Thank you for throwing to me, but I will respectfully decline. <laughs> Understood. Uh, Jim, heavy load on you, because I, I didn't watch any of this uh, most recent qualifier stuff. Um, you know, I watched the Animator. I do love I do love that there's a team named Elephant. That in itself is great. <laughs> you know, uh, just right there. Big animal. Love it. Um, and yeah, OG, I, I think I've heard of them before. They, they've they been around for a little while, right? At least a couple months, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they got this this kid uh, from Chicago named uh, Sumail. Uh, <laughs> they just added him before qualifiers. Um, I wonder if I wonder if any teams would do well if they add Sumail right before qualifiers of a major tournament. <laughs> um, if, God, if they win. Like, it would be cool. Mm-hmm. But then it would also be like, oh, these guys are going to win every year, aren't they? Yeah, at some point, and they're the they Yankees. They become the Patriots. Yeah, or the Patriots. Yeah, the Yankees, yeah. <laughs> they become the Yankees at some point. Are you a Yankee fan, Sam? Are you willing to speak about that? Oh, yeah, I have takes for that. So I think if we've learned anything from pro sports, it's that people need a heel. So <laughs> this is good for the game. That's my zag. You guys are zigging and I'm zagging. Go OG! <laughs> no, I don't. Care. <laughs> I don't care if OG wins or not. But I do think there is an argument to be made that um, it's good to have villains and it's good to have teams to root against. So if OG fills that slot, could be good. I feel like in general, though, like they their their image is a little too nice to be villains. You know, like they're they're like usually well for the most part, except for like uh, what's his face Seb occasionally, but. Uh, the other guys all tend to be like upbeat, nice people, at least the stuff I've seen from them. So it's like tough to hate them for that, you know? <laughs> like, I'm predisposed to like them, even though they are going to turn out to be the Yankees, probably. So. I mean, isn't uh, Sumail a little bit of a villain? Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Or is he not? Is he, I thought he was like kind of like a prodigy, but like kind of a jerk. I don't know. Maybe I'm misinformed. You know, I yeah, I, I think I think he fits that that villain that you described when we were talking about the NBA 
of Trey Young. Mm. Like he's a villain, but he's not like a bad person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he doesn't go out and try to hurt people. Yeah, yeah. But like no. he's incredibly cocky. He makes big plays and showboats. That sounds like a perfect villain. I don't need him and to... And he can back it up, right? Uh, yeah, no, I don't, I'm not advocating for him to actually be a, a terrible <laughs> human. I, I just need to, like, sports hate him. I don't need to, like, right, actually, right. you know, hate him. <laughs> yeah, I think he's, he's a very good, like, sports <laughs> heel. Like pulling ponchos off people in the stands, you know, like, just real <laughs> evil stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, whatever. I'll root for uh, Undying also. That's a good mm. name. I don't know if we talked about that. I'm kind of into Undying. I mean, you have to like them, Sam. Mm-hmm. But uh, Dubu? I mean, Dubu is like the opposite of a heel, whatever the opposite of a heel is. Like the face. The face. The face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and they haven't lost a game, like, except to Quinn, Quincy Crew and EG, which I think I mentioned on last week's podcast, so I'll stop now, but... I'm excited to see what they do. Uh, and rooting for Dubu is always fun. Very cool. All right. We have a lot of noobs ask noobs questions. Holy shit! If you want peace, you must prepare for war. If you want war, you must also prepare for war. The lesson is always prepare for war. I'm starting. Can I start? Can I skip the queue because I'm a host? <laughs> yeah, sure. Let me just yeah. This is go for uh, it. I'm not giving you folks any time to prepare. You just have to dive in. Jim, this one might be hard for you, but we're going for it. Um, mm. So with the release of F9, which I saw in theaters <laughs> this past weekend, it was my first outing without my wife in 16 months so so i went uh and i i you know of course saw f9 me and you know went and saw my friend dom (laughs) (laughs) your family you saw family family they're family you're right that was foolish of me so here's the question or here's the game uh we have to assign each other (laughs) uh fast and furious characters <laughs> okay um so i'll go first because i thought of the question uh i will google fast and furious characters <laughs> yeah so um greg you're dom because you're bald okay very strong and mostly like the strong silent type so that's <laughs> your <laughs> and i know you're very dedicated to your family so. absolutely yes <laughs> It's all about family. Um, I feel like you're also probably it's either you or Bob for like the most handy. Oh, it's Bob. Like Dota <laughs> host. Okay. I feel like you're. I mean, you like flipped houses for a while. Like yeah, and I have repaired. Uh, I, I have replaced my own alternator in the past, so like I, I yeah. can do some car stuff. You're totally oh, the most car involved. <laughs> yeah, like Dota host. So I think that you definitely earned that title. Uh, <laughs> Jim, you are Jesse, who only appears in the first film because he tragically <laughs> dies. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it's a good and, character, okay. though. And that is because um, <laughs> he is the nerdy ADHD guy who uh, is into computers with floppy disks, and Ooh. he loves data. And he's the one who maps out all the cars. All he's into the specs. He's all into okay. that stuff, and um, has trouble organizing himself. So that I thought of you. <laughs> okay, perfect. And I yeah, won't give sounds my, good to me. Yeah, so that's what I think. He uh, that guy too. He's one of the uh, instances. Like so, that was the first Fast and Furious movie, which was I don't know, like almost twenty years now, probably twenty years ago at this point. So the uh, like the high tech stuff he does is just like yeah. laughably outdated. Whereas everything else in the series, <laughs> I love that. for the last you know five or six movies, has just been like such bizarre like future tech things that do not exist, physically cannot happen, whatever. But you know like this the science. What started out as being like you know these like vector graphics on like a CRT monitor, and now it's like you know it's just absolutely bizarre. Well, it's good let stuff. us not let us not forget that the plot of the first movie <laughs> is that the gang is stealing 
DVD players out of box trucks. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They are heisting these semi trucks full of DVD players. <laughs> so that's where it all started. <laughs> so Greg, you you go next. All right. If I had to, uh, you know, keeping with the uh, the vein of Jim being the tech savvy one, I'm gonna I'm gonna go okay. a little bit more forward. I'll give him Tedge because uh, he's got a good sense of humor too. Uh, you know. Uh, other, other than it's, ah, I get to be ludicrous. You get to be ludicrous, absolutely. Yes, uh, that does mean you have to wrap over the credits, though, for virtually all of the, uh, the movies. So just be aware of that responsibility no that's on your shoulders now. But yeah, stay tuned after the outro, <laughs> listeners. Oh God, please, uh, let's go, <laughs> Luda. <laughs> that that would be amazing. Uh, I've lost my train of thought. All right, so uh, as far as strong folks and uh, you know mechanical folks I, I think you're overlooking yourself sam like you know way more about like fixing things and like you, you work on your motorcycle and whatnot all that stuff and like you actually I can, lift no i know? can barely change the oil on my bike <laughs> that's like all i can do <laughs> it takes me like all afternoon it's terrible i don't like it <laughs> my hands get all dirty and bleed and i'm like oh why am i doing this I should have just paid someone <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is yeah i, I do I, lift though i do lift this yeah uh, i mean i, I don't want to give you like vince or something though so we're gonna go with uh dom so we'll keep you with dom and, uh, you know, I, I have no idea who I would assign myself. Uh, I do think I'm funny. And since I'm friends with uh, Jim and we have a good rapport, I'll, I'll give myself Roman. Not quite as handsome, but uh, I'll go for it. <laughs> Roman's a good one. I skipped giving myself anyone because I thought it might be awkward to, like, put yourself in that position. <laughs> oh, but... yeah. Clear, clearly, I think I look like Roman. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Jim, how about you? I know you're not a fan of the series, so it's going to probably be a little tough for you to generate these. But no, I have a I have a Wikipedia entry right here. Oh, you can also um, do hosts who aren't here. So if you want to rag on Arian or Bob or oh. um, you know, yeah, okay. Um, what do you think? I'm thinking for for you, Sam, uh, because you have the the hats before Strats tank top that you wore at, at the live show i'm gonna go with luke hobbs oh yeah played, played by dwayne the rock johnson wow uh, that fits wow. yeah um and then <laughs> greg uh who did i have for you I had someone. gal gadot uh, yeah yeah right. now we're gonna go with mr nobody okay yeah you're gonna oh, kurt russell yeah kurt russell that's awesome everybody loves kurt russell i'm dying for the chance to watch uh big trouble in little china with my kids mm. i'm not sure I gotta watch it again to check. Has it aged well? I'm not sure. No, it's <laughs> it, 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 for these things. You really, you just have to like watch it yourself. Like, there's no way to, to judge. Yeah, um, figure it out. Uh, and then for myself, uh, I'm not you know above uh, picking one for myself. I'm gonna go with a Brixton Lore, uh, played by Idris Elba. Oh. Uh, because my wife always talks about how handsome Idris Elba is. He is. And, uh, you know, hey, you're welcome, Mrs. Liberace. He's, uh, there you go. he's black Superman. <laughs> I might I, yeah, I might as well uh, pick the one that uh, my wife thinks is really handsome. It's a, um, it's a good strategy. So I'll go with that. For, and for Arian, I'll go with Tony Ja. Yet. Uh, <laughs> I guess he was, he was a uh, secondary villain mm-hmm. in Furious 7. Uh, and I know him because I've seen the Ong Bak movies, and they're awesome. Ong Bak movies are dope. Yeah, he's so good, <laughs> and he's like a, a. I assume he's like a, a petite, muscular dude, um, mm-hmm. which I associate with Arian because Arian's very physically fit. Yes, um, sure. so I'll pick him. And th- those are my Fast and the Furious character podcasters. <laughs> I was really hoping somebody would say I was Brian, but I understand. <laughs> Nobody, nobody's. Right. I, I know because <laughs> you know he's too pure. He's and the actor died. I know. Like, you can't, I know. Can't. You, yeah, it's it's a it's a minefield. It is a, a minefield. comedic minefield. It is a minefield. He, what a wonderful human. Okay, onward to uh, <laughs> to real questions. Hit it, hit it, Jim. All right. Uh, Dora le Destroyer asks. 
<laughs> follow up to my earlier question, <laughs> which was lost in the ether. <laughs> what is the difference between a hero that is a good position three versus position four or position four versus position five? I find the lines to be blurry, he says. I think they are blurry. I think it, at some level they are. Yeah, totally. Isn't that, I think that's like part of the appeal, right? Of the game. <laughs> Is that yeah. like, it's not just like, oh, this hero only fits in one slot. I mean, there are some heroes like that, but. Yeah, three, four, you know, it's a matter of degrees with those comparisons. Uh, three and four are close, but three and five, not so much. But like, you know, off lane, three and four, so many times, uh, I, you know, like, well, I'll pick Earthshaker just because I play him all the time. But, you know, he's I play him as a three because I'm greedy, but most people will play him as a four. But it works. The, the trade-off works. And, like, a lot of times you'll find a hero like uh, like Marana, um, you'll see it there as a support. Or, you know, she can take over the core role in the offlane. It's just a pretty common thing to flip-flop. Yeah, I think it's just what, like, which player almost you give the the farm priority to and and how it fits into the overall lineup like you need a certain amount of stuns you need a certain amount of catch whether it's your position five disruptor or your position three kunkka or your position four kunkka you know as long as you have those things your lineup is fine um wherever you get it so the lines are blurry and the old dora plays his dark seer anyway and no one knows how that works except seb so <laughs> a greg Oh, Asks. can I add one oh, thing? Sorry. So I think yes. he also talked about um, the difference of like four versus five, right? Oh, yeah. And I think that in pub games, it doesn't matter as much. Like, I think for pros, they're like very strict about like who is getting what farm and stuff. So like the position five literally will have like brown boots and like mm-hmm. a smoke <laughs> and like that's a wrap, you know? Um but the position four will, you know, get, like, actually get to have a few items. Um, but I think for our pubs at our level, it doesn't make too much of a difference. Like, you're both just kind of supporting. But that's all I wanted. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, I think it's totally correct. That's a good point. So Greg, uh, next question, asks, best Hollywood Chris? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know I was going to be on the show when I asked this. I asked this, like, last week. <laughs> Good question. So, drawing on my comment to, to Lee last week, what's your best Hollywood Chris, Greg? You asked the question. You probably have an answer. Well, I mean, uh, so the usual answers are uh, what Evans, Pratt, um, uh, Pine, Chris Pine. Pine. Yeah. And um, Pine. anyway, I, my answer, though, is Elliot. Chris Elliot is the best Hollywood Chris. Oh. <laughs> no, that's, that's probably the correct answer. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Evans because I love. Um, knives out mm. he was right he was in there yeah. that's the right person and he's hilarious i can't wait to show that to my kids too and that i think i could show them more early than big trouble Little china sam favorite chris i'll go pratt it's, it seems like a good hang you know yeah 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 <laughs> neil asks what is the best charmander char what is the best dose flakes uh, the best Charmander Char and Dose Flakes are ours. Yeah. They are t- Two Flakes and uh, Baby Bok Choy. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of unaware of other Charmander Char or Dose's Flakes that are very own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I would say Two Flakes is the best flakes <laughs> of any number. Frosted are pretty good. I've, I still would take two. <laughs> Uh, do either of you guys play Super Smash Brothers Ultimate? Because Rex Cowbell wants to know who we main. I, I cannot say that I do. It's going to be I a think, no for me, dog. I think the Ice Climbers are in it, so I'm going to go with the Ice Climbers. But I'll pick who I played on N64. Can I do that? Absolutely. Yeah, go ahead. Kirby, because I wasn't <laughs> very good at jumping, so I needed a lot of a lot of jumps. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Super Smash Brothers is a real game. I think it's all a random number generator, and people hitting the buttons are faking it. But I will pick Waluigi. I don't know if he's in the game, but if he is, I'll play him. Perfect. 
Uh, Balak has a, a serious Dota question that I'm not even going to read because it's clearly not meant for <laughs> the hosts today. <laughs> oh, no. Have you seen it? Yeah, we should at least read it. Okay, I thought I was just kicking to the next folks. Uh, Balak says, if you're playing mid during the end portion of the laning stage and both side lanes are having trouble against heroes that scale better and you can't force the opposing mid to fight you, because he clears waves really fast so you can't approach him. What do you do? If you rotate, you're sure it won't lead to any kills because the positioning in your team's mana situation is bad. <laughs> Stack ancients. That's what I do. <laughs> I think we'll in, uh, in all situations. I think we'll just take advice in the Discord and next week hopefully <laughs> somebody who's good at Dota can uh, you know, help us out. <laughs> Yeah, I think <laughs> I always feel like Balak misplaced the question. <laughs> a rare, but, uh, serious Baya question. I'm sorry. I know. Yeah. yeah, that dude's forgotten more about playing mid than I'll ever know. So, Titus Andromedon asks, have you ever seen an ad for a Valve product? And if so, where was it? I saw... Uh, ads for valve products outside a live dota event in 2014 that i attended <laughs> uh they were hanging from the rafters at madison square outside madison square garden which was kind of cool i think that's it though. yeah short short of maybe like a banner ad on a website like i don't think i've ever seen like a uh ad on other media for anything valve um and even the banner it's just an assumption that maybe they might have done something for counter-strike way back when but or Team Fortress. No, no, I've seen Team Fortress stuff on uh, YouTube. I think That's, that could that could have even been like community created. I'm not sure. That would fit Valve's marketing. Yeah, yeah, that's how they do. Sam, any Valve ads? It's a, no, not that I can remember. Yeah. Uh, that Charlie asks. Ooh, it's a good one. Has TI been delayed long enough for us to call it the Winter National? Uh, I love that, but I suspect it hasn't. Right? <laughs> October, October, probably. Nah. I mean, I, I, in my research, I was looking at the weather in Romania in October, and it's like 55 degrees. So it's not like icy <laughs> cold or anything. I, I, like, I, I do like the, uh, the name, though. It's good. Especially, too, since we're, like, off of the number uh, lining up with a year at this point, too. You know, like, it does need, like, a catchy yeah. other name. But... And maybe we can, maybe there can be a, a major in, like, February or March somewhere. Mm. Maybe in Sweden, if Sweden opens up by then. And then they can call that the Winter National. Uh, and send all the all the, the money to that Charlie for coming up with it. <laughs> Popo the Aztec asks uh, or requests that we recast sex in the city with dota heroes can this be a group effort because i'm yeah. not super familiar <laughs> <laughs> okay um I, know, I just know sarah jessica parker is involved yeah well miranda there's a character named miranda and she's obviously marana mm -hmm. um because miranda you know marana's miranda um Miranda's son Brady is Chen because Brady is the Rat King <laughs> what? of New York. Rat King. It's that deep worst of all time lore going on there. Yeah, to to all of our <laughs> listeners who also listen to the worst idea of all time, uh, you're welcome. <laughs> Basically, most of my knowledge of Sex in the City comes from the worst idea of all time I, podcast. I mean, so I'm assuming uh, Coddle is Samantha because he's both old and Randy, and those are two her two like defining characteristics on the show. That's true. That's true. I feel like Crystal Maiden's vibe, although in the cartoon or like the the manga that they made or whatever it is, Crystal Maiden was like kind of frightening uh, in her demeanor. But I feel like she's a Charlotte. What, Crystal was, Maiden um... was in the show. I don't even remember that. <laughs> what? Crystal Maiden was in the show. Oh, you're talking about one of the like uh, like, uh, like a comic okay. book thing. Yeah. yeah. Who's Mr. Big? Who's Mr. Big? Ooh, Mr. Big. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I mean, who's large? 
Elder Titan's large. It's rather strapping. Does any hmm? does he does Mister Big carry a briefcase? He he is in like finance on like uh, Wall Street, right? Isn't that what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess that's him. I feel like Aiden would. Who's Aiden? Aiden's probably Beastmaster because he cuts down trees and then fashions uh, furniture out of the wood. That's like the opposite <laughs> of what <laughs> Beastmaster would like to do. A beastmaster would like to to kill his enemies with summoned uh, lizards or whatever it is. He's very in harmony with his nature. (laughs) But the axes, they cut down the trees. I mean, less now, thanks Ice Frog. No, no, I'm kidding. No, it's a good one. (laughs) Uh, Anybody, any other characters? My even even after listening to two full seasons worth of it on the worst idea of all time, my my knowledge is pretty thin. Yeah, I mean, there's the coffee overlord mm. or the caffeine overlord. Um, well, I guess it's probably clockwork with uh, Overclock. overcharge with an axe, right? <laughs> yeah, just overclocks himself with all the the caffeine he's drinking. It's either that or uh, brewmaster with the new set. But oh yeah, <laughs> the coffee grinders. Have you seen the coffee grinder set, Sam? No, no, I haven't. But that sounds wonderful. <laughs> I know you're a fan of coffee. Love coffee. Who doesn't love coffee? It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> that guy yeah. that guy right there Greg. I'm not does a fan it, does it hurt you does it make you feel anxious what's the uh no it's it's purely a taste thing like as a kid i think i got a sip of coffee too early and it was like too bitter and i didn't like it and then uh i just didn't drink it for a decade or two and then every other time i've tried it since it's like uh, why do people drink this i don't understand and i get my caffeine from other stuff like tea or i used to drink a lot of jolt cola like a lot of jolt cola. <laughs> um but <laughs> Not so much caffeine Sam's anymore. Sam's wincing on the webcam, <laughs> listeners. Oh. Sorry. It was very judgmental of me. It was wrong. It was wrong. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, he, yeah, here's one that um, Zazal's one asks, do you think pro teams will ever go the route of pro sports and start using pauses to disrupt enemy momentum? Uh, this is probably analogous to American football, where you sometimes call a timeout uh to to attempt to throw off an enemy enemy an opposing <laughs> kicker um no i mean i right you wouldn't i i feel like the community is so against it that it wouldn't take hold at the moment not in the current climate you know like i i i, yeah. I can certainly see people trying to do it but I, I just think you'd have some backlash i don't think it would fly You agree, Sam? Um, yeah, I mean, we do see pauses at like inopportune times, right? And then most of the time, they just say something like "sorry, lag," you know, and like, yeah. <laughs> um, is that true or not? Like, I don't know. Pro- hopefully, but so like, who's to say it's not already happening? I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure like the million dollar gaming apartments that some Chinese billionaire built for his team <laughs> can't maintain internet access. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess who's to say that Charlie follows up with another sports and Dota question that I saw you respond to, I think, Sam, in, in the Discord. Could any Dota hero beat Novak Djokovic at tennis? Did he just win Wimbledon? He must have. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Any thoughts on that one, Sam? What did I put in there? Uh, I have to look back at. <laughs> I hope it was you. <laughs> no, I did. I did put it in. I okay. just am... It's been a long day. Anti mage, uh, I think you would put. Oh yeah, I thought. Oh, yeah. I thought anybody with a blink, you know, would be well suited. Uh, so anti mage and quab. I wasn't sure if it was like, you know. Like, are we giving them time to like get situated with how to play tennis? Like, do they like like are you just like handing them a racket? Because like in that case, like no one will ever win. But if it's like in if like anti mage, like instead of studying you know the lore of battle, like studied tennis, like yeah, he, he, I think he could win. I you know, <laughs> I think he actually I think you have the right pick there because he's an agility hero, right? And he's got the uh, that magic shell that reflects things back anyway, so he's good at returning the serve. <laughs> you know, yeah, I think yeah. you nailed it. Thank you. Yeah, you can never. There's no aces against anti mage. 
Because he just activates counter spells. Well, it depends. Because I think that um, a serve would be a skill shot, not a targeted ability. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> and you're not actually trying to hit the opposing player to injure them yeah. with it either. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, well, some people don't. <laughs> I think Quat would also be really strong because, on top of blinking around the court, which would be really powerful. Uh, her screams would be devastating. Like there's a lot of <laughs> grunting in tennis. So like if she can, like, oh. you know, yeah, wasn't like, it uh, Andre Agassi uh, or Agassi with the uh, "hit the ball as loud as you can" slogan? I think that was him in like the uh, yeah late '80s or early '90s. Yeah. So, yeah. No, the screams. You're right. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, I'm I'm gonna pick Nikrofos, uh because he is like the the plague spreader and. Novak Djokovic uh, wouldn't get the vaccine and he'd get sick and die. <laughs> Next question. That was very good. I enjoyed that, Jim. <laughs> Thanks. Next question. Um, from Rex Cow is a good one to end on. Uh, we talked a little bit about it. Now that TI rosters are set, who are your favorites, your dark horses, and teams you want humiliated? Um. Greg, just since you, just because you haven't watched any of the qualifiers, who do you think is going to win? Yeah, uh, here I am pulling up a list on the internet of the qualifying <laughs> teams, and uh, yeah. turn about is fair play from that uh, uh, Fast and Furious question. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, I, well, I mean, I kind of do think OG is going to win. I mean, they just they've got a precedent, you know. But yeah. uh, I, I don't know. Um, I kind of, I kind of like Quincy Crew a little bit too. I, I think I'd like to see them go pretty far, um, but I, I don't have a dark horse or anything. That's, that's about as deep as my knowledge goes. Nah, no problem. Sam, got any thoughts? No thoughts. Just gonna be is is Nico Baby and Celery involved? Are those folks involved? Nico Baby is involved. Celery is not. Okay, uh-huh. so I'll be. I know. Pulling for Nico Boy. And that's all. That's all. I don't have any other thoughts. <laughs> all right. For for those who follow Pro Dota, I think that counts as a dark horse. Unfortunately, <laughs> no. I know they're not good. Yeah, that's part of the yeah. appeal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fun to root for underdogs. Um. Yeah, I think the dark horse. I think Quincy Crew's a good dark horse. Um. In addition to Undying, for the the reasons I've set out. Uh, who do I think's gonna win? I mean, I guess you have to pick OG. Uh, it's crazy, but I suppose you have to. Other than that, you know, one of the the top light Chinese teams, um, they look really good. Uh, teams I want humiliated, just secret as always. Although, oh like, yeah, I should have said that. Yep, that that's okay. the right thing. <laughs> that's the correct answer. Yeah. Um, well, there ever like is there a, a statute of limitations on that? I don't think so. Uh, I think if you set up a team saying that it's going to give power to players and then you conspire with the owner to steal your players winnings from tournaments um, I, I don't think I'm ever going to forget that it's all rooting against Puppy but I like all the other players on the team which stinks <laughs> no that's so uh, against them. people don't forget you know that's a forever thing <laughs> it's not like oh it's yeah. been five years he's reformed <laughs> like no yeah. you're still trash person <laughs> yeah i mean that happened to people. anyway uh, <laughs> yeah so i'll root against them uh and favorites yeah like i said some chinese team all right ti's coming up uh now it's gonna be in seven weeks instead of very soon after this so i hope you all appreciate the ti predictions i'm sure they won't change at all no. over the next two months and thank you for listening uh, got any shout outs sam just a uh, shout out to my wife mrs pirate mrs yes, pirate. uh she handed in her thesis her phd uh so she is gonna get some edits back from her committee she's gonna make a very long powerpoint presentation for them and she's gonna get her phd folks so that is very cool. It's awesome. Very happy, very is, happy yeah. for her. Yeah. That's huge. Round of congratulations. Thank you. From his pirate. <laughs> Greg. 
Greg, shout outs? Uh, I'd like to shout out, I guess, uh, Dominic Toretto for reminding us all what family really means. Um, <laughs> but other than that, no, uh, pretty pretty quiet on my end. Yep. I don't really have any. I uh, <laughs> hope the kids are having fun. I'm sure they are. Are they listeners? Will they listen? <laughs> no. Well, no, not, not to this episode after the way Sam opened. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited. See, see. <laughs> <laughs> see you all next week <laughs> bye bye <laughs>